0: Our theme for today is knowing our Father's love. Our Bible reading comes from Galatians 4, starting from verse 3 to verse 7. When the set time had fully come, God sent his Son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those under the law, that we might receive adoption to sonship. Because you are his sons, God sent the Spirit of his Son into our hearts, The Spirit who calls out, Abba, Father. You are no longer a slave, but God's child. And since you are his child, God has also made you an heir. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, speak to our hearts now by your spirit that we might know our true identity in christ that we are your children through our faith in jesus and are able to call you our loving heavenly father bless us and move our hearts to trust in you to know your peaks to know your strength to know that we have a future in you. So open our ears and our hearts, our lives to you now as you speak to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, friends, since it's Father's Day, it's not a, all such a big surprise that I'm going to talk to you about God being our Heavenly Father and specifically about on what basis we get to call God our Father in the first place what is often missed by people uh, in the discussion about the fatherhood of God how God is our father is the way that it is thoroughly grounded in Christ the son so whenever we talk about God the father we've always got to talk about Jesus the son the two belong together father and son you don't have one without the other point is that we don't independently call God our Father, just on our own apart from Jesus. And Jesus did not come, as some people imagine, Jesus did not come simply to teach us that God is our Heavenly Father. There's much more to the message of Jesus than that. Jesus in fact came not to just tell us that God is our Heavenly Father, but to reconcile us to God the Father. Because our relationship with God is out of whack. Jesus came to restore that. Jesus is actually the embodiment of the Father's love. And we can know that God is our loving Heavenly Father in Jesus. We can know that God is our loving and heavenly Father through Jesus saving death for us on the cross. That's how we know it's true. John fourteen six, we read, Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. It is by faith in Jesus that we become the children of God. And we can call God our Father through our faith in Jesus and know his fatherly love for us. In John 1, 12 to 13, we read, Yet all who received him, he's talking about Jesus, all who received Jesus, to those who believed in his name, to those who believed in Jesus, He gave the right to become the children of God. Wow. Jesus, we have the right to be the children of God. That means that any talk about God being our father that doesn't mention the critical role of Jesus is both mistaken and misleading. It's not enough just to say, oh, God's our Father, or even just to pray to God as Father, if we leave Jesus out of it. Because the only reason we have God as our Father is because of Jesus. Is by Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit that we are invited to call God Abba Father. Now, that's not the Swedish singing group from the 70s. Abba is an Aramaic word that means... effect, Dad. Jesus would get to call Dad. In union with Jesus, the Son, through him. Romans 8, 15 to 17, we read, For you did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear. We sang about that a little bit before, didn't we? But you received the spirit of adoption. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies to our spirit that we are God's children. And if we are children, then we are heirs. Heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. That's some inheritance. Galatians 4, 4 4-7 says, But when the time had fully come, God sent his Son... Born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those under the law that we might receive adoption as God's children. Because you are God's children, you have the spirit of his son in our hearts. The spirit that calls out Abba Father. So you are no longer slaves, but God's children. And since you are his children, he has made you also his heirs. There it is again. Both those texts talk about being co-heirs with Christ. If you ask, well, who is the heir? Well, traditionally an heir is the son. We talk about son and heir. In these modern days we say son and daughters are the heirs. So how are you God's son? How are you God's daughter that you might be an heir to his kingdom. Very clearly, Scripture says, by being adopted in Christ. Again, it's always about the connection to Jesus. The bottom line is that we can call God our Father because he is the Father of Jesus the Son. And Jesus, in his great love and mercy, in effect, shares his sonship with us. So it's not something we have independently on our own, but something that we have access through through Jesus. We share in his sonship. And so God looks at us in Jesus and calls us his sons, his daughters too, for Jesus' sake. If you like, we kind of marry into God's family. It kind of makes us God's sons in laws and daughters in law, except that it's not on the basis of the law, on the basis of what we do, but on the basis of the gospel. That's called a dad joke, and it's Father's Day, and I'm allowed one. I'm allowed one dad joke. We are adopted as God's sons and daughters in Christ by his merciful kindness and forgiveness and union with jesus again we become god's children now that's further underscored by jesus teaching us to pray to god the father in his name pray to god the father in jesus name now what does that mean well biblically speaking A name is not like we modern people usually think of it as a label or a designation. Biblically, your name is who you are. By the way, that's why in the commandments we are told not to take the name of the Lord your God in vain. Because if you offend the name of God, you're offending God himself. So we pray in Jesus' name, that means we pray in Jesus. On the basis of the relationship we have with Jesus, because we trust in Jesus and we're united to Jesus in faith, that's how we pray to God the Father. So it's not as though in Jesus' name is kind of like a little magic abracadabra that we bung into our prayers to kind of make the magic work. It's an expression of our relationship. An expression of who Jesus is and who we are in him. Now we're called Christians, followers of Christ, because we are people who believe in, trust in Jesus as our Lord and Saviour. And as Christians, followers of Jesus, our identity our status before God, and our future are all tied to Jesus. Including our relationship with God as Father. This is why we have access to God. This is why we can call God Father. This is why God hears our prayers. Because of Jesus. Because we believe in Jesus. In the Lord's prayer, Jesus teaches us to pray, you know it, our Father in heaven. He teaches us to pray our Father in heaven. Now note Jesus did not teach us to pray Father in heaven. Didn't do that. Taught us to pray our Father in heaven. It's highly significant. And there are two reasons why this is so, and the second is based on the first. The first reason is precisely what I've been talking to you about. God is our Father through our union with Jesus. So, God, the God that we pray to, is the Father of Jesus, and through our union with Jesus, The Father of Jesus becomes our Father too. And so when we pray to God, our Father, we're praying alongside Jesus and on the basis of Jesus. It's the same thing as praying in Jesus' name. So every time you pray our Father in heaven, you're actually saying in Jesus' name without realizing it. So we pray to our Father together with Jesus, this Jesus who shares his sonship with us, so we too become sons and daughters of God in Jesus. That's the first reason. The second reason flows from that. We pray to God, our Father, together with all other Christians. So first of all, our Father is a reference to Jesus being God's son, and now we are God's sons and daughters in union with Jesus, so we pray alongside Jesus, pray in Jesus, and we'll pray, not on our own, but with all the other believers of Jesus. It's a package deal. If God's your Heavenly Father, then other Christians are your brothers and sisters. You can choose your friends, but you're stuck with your family. That's my second dad joke. I've (laughs) gone over my quota. Sorry. Know that Jesus did not teach us to pray, my father in heaven. That's wrong. We don't pray to my father in heaven, we pray to our father in heaven. See, our faith is a corporate faith. And we pray to God, our heavenly father, together as the body of Christ, as the whole people of God. And again, this reality is grounded in Jesus because we are the body of Christ. We are united together in the body of Christ because we're united to Jesus. To be crystal clear about this, no individual Christian is the body of Christ. Each of us are part of the body of Christ, collectively, corporately, all together. But on our own, no. We're not the body of Christ individually, but together. Now, I need to labour the point here a little bit, and you might think, oh, you're banging on about this a bit, Richard. But we need to emphasise this corporate nature of of our faith in our day and age that wants to privatise faith. In other words, as modern people, people like to think of Christianity as, oh, this is a private deal between me and God and no one else is involved that's simply wrong we have access to God our Heavenly Father together united to Jesus and we confess our one faith in God together as the body of Christ now a final thought since today is Father's Day, I'd like to just point out the simple fact talking to dads now. Fellow fathers, we are called by God to be loving, kind, caring, compassionate, protective, patient, accepting, forgiving. And understanding fathers just like our Heavenly Father is to us. That's quite a list, isn't it? Let me run it past you again. We fathers are called to be loving and kind and caring and compassionate and protective and patient and accepting and forgiving and understanding fathers like our Heavenly Father is to us. That's a big ask, isn't it? And Again, our, our union with Christ is crucial at this point. Because I hate to brag it to you, but we all fail at being the kind of fathers that we're supposed to be. On our own, we fail to be the fathers that we actually want to be. And it is only through our faith in Jesus, trusting in him, accessing the renewal and help and strength and love and compassion that we get from him, a love that's grounded in his grace and forgiveness. Only then can we become the kind of fathers that God wants us to be and calls us to be by his power and not on our own. And it's only through daily relying on Jesus' love and forgiveness by the power of the Holy Spirit that we can persevere in this because being a father is a job for a lifetime. Here the reality is that we constantly fall short and fail in our parenting of our children and grandchildren, if you're lucky enough to have them. I don't think I'm the only one who fails in that. But friends, in Jesus there is hope. Always. Always in Jesus there is hope, of course. And in Jesus there is indeed forgiveness for all of our failings, including our failing to be the kind of fathers, and mothers for that matter, that we ought to be. There's forgiveness for that too. And new beginnings in that too. And with Jesus comes the power to change, to grow, to reconnect, to begin again. And since ours is a corporate faith, in Jesus too we have the gift of each other. We have the community of faith that surrounds us that hopefully will support us and cheer us on as we take up the vital task of parenting our children and grandchildren. To the blessing of our community, to the blessing of our nation, and to God's glory. Friends, in all of this, as always, we look to Jesus. We look to Jesus. We look to Jesus to help us and comfort us and we know that in Him, in Jesus, well, we ourselves, speaking especially to fathers who may be a bit disturbed, what I was saying before about us failing, that we know we ourselves in Jesus have the love and the acceptance and forgiveness of our loving. Heavenly Father, all praise to his name. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are so good to us, that you love us deeply. We thank you that you have come to us in your son to bring forgiveness and healing and restoration to you. And in Jesus, by the power of your spirit, bring healing and restoration in all our relationships as fathers and mothers and children and grandchildren, as families gather today. May your love and grace draw us together and may each day we have a new beginning in your grace to be a blessing in our world, to be at peace, to know your love and to live for your glory.